Welcome, welcome to the Business of You. Today we are having one of our microsodes, which is a short conversation I have with one of my teammates at the Brand ID, a company I founded 15 years ago. We love sharing the behind the scenes of some of the work that we do, the lessons we learn, things we're encountering with our clients in an effort to help you grow and scale your business. I hope you enjoy today's episode of The Business of You. We are back on the podcast today with our first ever microsode with my colleague, Christy St. John. We will be recording these short little episodes of about 10 to 15 minutes or so on different topics that affect small business owners. These are topics that we have experienced firsthand at Brand ID. Brand ID has been around for 15 years already, hard to believe, but um, but it has been. And so I've learned a ton along the way to, to growing this business and with Christy, we are eager to share a lot of the behind the scenes of, of how we run our agency day to day. Christy's been a teammate who's been with Brand ID for seven years. Oh, and seven years. I know. <laughs> Don't say it with such enthusiasm. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a wonderful, lucky number seven. Yeah, true, true. No, it's been great. It's definitely been a great ride. So uh, welcome to our first microsode of behind the scenes of Brand ID. Are you going to kick things off with a quote? You know, I love the quote. Yeah. Today, well, first of all, today we're talking about hiring and I'm mm-hmm. just going to riff on a quote of mine, of my own, which is your only is great and as strong as your team. When you're working with a team of people, it is certainly a make or break um, in terms of client delivery and client experience. I have seen that firsthand and uh, and happy to elaborate on it as we riff here. And we have a bigger team. So right now our hiring process is very uh, communicative in terms of like the team. What is it like um, kind of, can you go through the hiring process that you have both coordinating people that you find and trying to get everybody from the brand ID on board? Sure. Yeah. So hiring, we've been using for the last, I'd say three or four years, a tool called Workable, workable Mm workable.com. We have no affiliate with them, but I do really love that tool because you can post a job description there, which they aggregate to several job boards. I think there's 10 or 11 job boards that they will aggregate the job description to and collect, collect applicants from. And then once somebody applies, again, all their information stays within the system and you and other teammates can collaborate on reviewing applicants and kind of moving them along the interview and potentially the hiring process. You can keep notes in there. You can communicate with the people applying through there. So it gets everything out of your inbox and keeps it super well organized. Um, In terms of our process, when we have a need for a teammate, We write a Mm -hmm. job description, we post that job description on Workable, get it out, start looking at applicants. Um, And we typically get at least 70 applicants for most of the job descriptions we've listed over the years. And we use this for for web developers, web designers, um, project management and marketing folks. Those are typically the, the job applications we've put out there. 
Um, and then, you know, the other part of it is like making sure you have enough time to review applicants and thoroughly interview them as well. It takes a long time to interview for sure. Longer than I would have ever thought. Yes. It is definitely a thing you've got to carve out time for it to do. Um, mm -hmm. And I, yeah. Uh, but one thing actually I found that has made our process a little bit more efficient and is kind of like a, a vetting tool. I've mm. created some custom questions, open-ended questions that an applicant has to respond to, which gives mm -hmm. me a really good sense of their writing style, their communication style, their personality, and if they'll be a good cultural fit for the team too. So this is just a question that you ask before you even interview them. It's when they're applying for the job. Yep. It's about, it varies from like six to eight questions, depending on the role that they're applying to. They're open-ended questions. And again, like through Workable, you can basically put some open-ended questions. It's an actual application. Are you going to, are you going to share your secrets? Yeah. So we, um, we ask about different tools they can use. And again, like it depends on the role they're applying for. We ask about experience, but some of the the real interesting questions are what their superpower is and how they use it. And mm -hmm. another one is if they didn't need any income, what would they do with their time and why? Why do you think those questions work? Like what answers have you gotten and what do they tell you? The last question about the, what would you do with your time if money was no object is real insightful mm. because mm. Some people will give responses that are really just focused on, on them, like what they want to do, while other people give responses like, I would focus on um, helping the child literacy rate in Africa and travel around, mm -hmm. you know, doing that. And what that tells me is that that person is, is fairly altruistic and that they're... Oh. If, if money were no object, they would actually be very purpose-driven and impact-driven, which for us is, you know, something that aligns with me personally, but also it really aligns with a lot of the clients we work with. You know, they tend to be yeah. purpose-driven. Sure, they want to make a profit. You know, we work with mostly businesses versus we do work mm -hmm. with a couple nonprofits, but most of our clients are, are business owners. But I, I think that's important because... Um, you know, that's a very different mindset when you're, when you're also purpose-driven. What's the balance between that cultural fit and someone's like straight qualifications, how many years on the job or whatever is in the job description? The balance is I've learned the hard way to look for the culture fit versus the skill fit, because you can teach somebody skills, you can help them improve their skills. I mean, certainly they've got to have a back, you know, a background again, depending on the role they apply to, but we can always mm -hmm. help them improve their skills. But if they're not a cultural fit, we can't improve a person's personality or we can't change their value system. And um, another thing really important to our team is integrity, right? We all work yeah. remotely. Um, so how people spend their time and how they, def you know, follow through on their work is very much independent. And, mm -hmm. um, and again, that integrity piece is super important. 
But yeah, I I think you have to really interview for the cultural fit, the personality fit, the values fit first, and then skills second. That makes sense. Do you remember who your first hire was? Yeah, I do. Were you a single person or how did you? Well, what, like, how'd you make that decision? Who was it? Was it, was it Kim? Yeah, yeah, I know. It came about very <laughs> organically. Uh, at the very mm-hmm. beginning, it was just myself and um, a, a dear friend. We had had a business together before. He, he wasn't a business partner, but just kind of like to test the waters in the early days, pre-revenue, right? We basically took on projects together and, and split the the revenue from that project. He mm-hmm. did the web design and the development. We were using just really easy to customize templates back then. And as our mm-hmm. customers' needs got more sophisticated, we needed somebody to actually build the websites because my my friend really wasn't a developer. He was a, and still is a great designer. So I had another friend slash contact here in the Pittsburgh area that ran a company doing a lot of behind the scenes marketing for, for uh, managed service providers for those Mm -hmm. types of companies. And he, I was, as I was telling him about my, my challenge, I said, Hey, I need somebody to do this. And he said, well, our company can do this for you because we have a team here in Pittsburgh and we have a team here in, or we have a team in India. um, And we could, you know, either team could work to support you on developing these websites. I said, great. So, Mm -hmm. The contact that he uh, gave us at his company, we worked with him for a couple of years. And then we worked with him, my friend's company, for a couple of years. And his point person was a woman named Kim, who was ready to leave after a couple of years. She got tired of working in multiple time zones. And she asked to come on board the brand ID as a as an employee and the timing was perfect because we had solid revenue um in the early days we were really growing by at least 20% every year and she was my first hire and she also stayed with the company for 5 6 years and really helped develop our wordpress chops um on the on the agency side of developing websites. so your first hire was really to fill a specific pain point that you had yes. as a business owner Yep. Totally. Totally. You also mentioned something that I've seen on the team um, that I think people don't recognize when you're doing remote work, having someone that's at a very different time zone is really, it's hard in the long term. Yeah, it can be. I mean, I think we, we are pretty good around establishing some boundaries around that, making it okay to not reply to things, you know, after a certain time of day. We let our clients know what our business hours are and, you know, internally, we're all encouraged to set notifications and kind of set the criteria for when we'd be notified of, say, Mm -hmm. like Slack messages or Basecamp messages, because I don't want anybody to be burned out. And I think it's really important that we have a good balance of life and work because even, you know, besides the remote, all our work is digital, right? We're working on technical things that can be done at any time of day. And if, if we are not um, leaders for our own selves, we'll, we'll burn out because we need to put some boundaries in place. Right. One last question to wrap things up Um, at the, at where you're at now, you know, your first hire was very organic 
you mentioned workable, posting on job boards. Um, where do you find people? Is it more often referrals? Is it social media? Is it networking? Is it job boards? Where do the best hires tend to come from? The best hires I've found have been through Workable, um, sometimes just through other companies. I'll float job descriptions by other agency owners or friends or contacts. And um, mm-hmm. writers, I have found some great Facebook groups that have incredible writers as part of them that are always seeking work, whether freelance or like joining mm-hmm. the agency on a more permanent basis. Um, that's worked out really well. And Thank God between those two, three things, it's, it's been, um, I won't say easy to find talent. It's been easy to find people to, to interview. And then that helps refine the interview process and helps us figure out exactly the right person we need to find too. Yeah. It's definitely a process. And what you said at the beginning, so true. It takes longer than you think it will. It does. It does. But before we wrap up one quick question to you, I Mm. think you have, um, you know, you have a whole other passion and love in terms of what you do for work. And I have always been so fascinated by how um, you chose developing, right? Developing websites is kind of like, your another gig to help sustain your lifestyle and to work that you also find passionate. Yes. So to introduce myself to the listeners, I am an actress. I live in Hollywood. I have been on shows that you recognize. I've been on NCIS, uh, CSI Vegas, um, The Sex as a College Girls, Blind Spotting with Love. I've recently had a role on Days of Our Lives. Uh, and if you know anything about actors, you know that they need side jobs. And I think Um, This company and web development specifically, it combines in many ways. What I love about acting is that um, kind of the left brain, right brain, where it's like you need the technical and you need the artistic and the merging of those two. But it's been also amazing working at this company because in many ways, my business in my personal brand is, you know, selling myself as an actor, selling the type that I play, selling who I am to kind of fit into the role or the TV show or the script. Um, so it's really, really been a good fit, not only in helping me pay my rent. Thank you very much, (laughs) but also just learning. I I've, I've come so, so far, uh, all those roles that I booked have been since I've been with you. So it's, thank you for making me a better actor, Rachel. Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Wasn't looking for a compliment, but you know, you've also become, you've improved your, your technical skills over the years and now you're in a new marketing role and it's great to see you there. And, you know, it's just nice to be able to grow together. Yeah. And I will say to get mushy for a little bit, I have grown so much in this company and there have been times where I have thought, Oh my gosh, is she going to fire me? And instead you worked with me to get those skills that I needed. I remember there was a, there was a period of, I think like six months where Uh, you were like, you know what, Christy, take a step back. I'm not going to tell the team, but like take like, and I took online courses to figure out what it was I needed to learn and then come back to the team. And, you know, I hope you think that was a good investment. Uh, It was certainly a good investment for me. No, totally. Listen, I think of our team as, as family members. I really, really, really take the responsibility to heart and you know, I'm here not only to work with our clients and help them work in their purpose, but also, you know, help our team find work that's satisfying for them and, and meaningful to them. So glad it all worked out because here we are today. 
It leads right into an amazing quote yes. by Zig Ziglar. <laughs> you don't build a business, you build people. Then people build the business. Perfect ending. I hope you enjoyed this microsode. And if you know a friend who may benefit from today's episode, please share it with them. I'd also love it if you subscribed to the show and left a review. Thanks so much for tuning in. Until next time. If you've been thinking to yourself, I wish I had a personal brand that was easy to articulate and really captured all that I do, then look no further. Check out www.thebrandid.com today and sign up for a brand strategy session. We work with thought leaders, entrepreneurs, coaches, consultants, authors, and speakers all the time. And we have been doing this for nearly 15 years. We love the work we do, and we would be so honored to help you uncover and define your personal brand. So check out www.thebrandid.com today and sign up for your brand discovery session. Mm -hmm.